I just wanted to take a brief moment to welcome everyone to our presentation, which will be occurring shortly. Now is the time to invite others, and I've included a very detailed description of what's going on, so please read it, and please invite friends. And let's connect with the YouTube channel as well. The reason I promote other YouTube channel and creator activities is because, in essence, we're, in fact, promoting YouTube and all of the content that goes with it. I'll stream at the drop of a hat, ladies and gentlemen, because it's that important to me. Thank you very much. We will be having an event in 45 minutes. And let's invite maximum participants. I want to show the value of social media engagement and the power of inviting exciting and engaging. And this is done on a global basis, on a daily basis. Comments are also very important in addition to the attendance. And I welcome the activity that will be occurring shortly. As a matter of fact, I embrace it. Please invite, excite, and engage. It's a great English learning opportunity as well.
I'm very excited about the upcoming podcast, and I want to ensure that everyone is aware that we're starting promptly in 35 minutes. This will probably be my third or fourth time with assisting another YouTuber, so I'm very excited as far as the interaction. This is what we do, why we do it, and most of all, it builds a very strong and resilient community. Please take the opportunity now to invite friends and provide comments as well so that I can interact with you and also create additional podcasting YouTube channel content. This is what I do and what I love.
and we're just having some fun making my own music and they're ding 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 See, if I make my own music, I don't get copyright infringement problems. Our event will be starting in five be right with you folks, 12 minutes. Yeah, I want to bring a real high caliber event to everybody, so I'm just checking with the YouTube channel owner to confirm my attendance. Let's get this thing started. First time I've ever done something like this. So. Going into a third program here, and I can uh, talk with somebody. So I just confirmed. Uh, she's saying, uh, please complete the section. She's got meeting. So we're, uh, yes, I have two channels, one on the one now. And I'm doing this. This is, uh, waiting on a confirmation. We wait on confirmations from people. And actually, by confirming an event or posting an event and then not having an event it's very bad it doesn't endear fans and it doesn't actually make uh, friendships so we must always ensure that when we publicly announce an event that we have it and many times i run into situations where i'm ready i provided the streaming content i provided the platforms and the availability and the person simply doesn't show up and that does irreparable damage for themselves and their own youtube channel not to me I simply move on and find another event to stream. So there is no damage on my end. As a matter of fact, there is only continued engagement as I roll on down the road. It's all about being organized and putting our best foot forward and being the best. And that's what I do. That's my job. So we're sharing the channel. I'm waiting on a live indication here. Let me refresh the screen here. Let me see what we got going on here. Yeah, I don't see any shorts or any uh, community 
nothing to indicate that there is a live stream coming up, but we will wait because the individual of the channel told me that it would be 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is in approximately eight minutes. But if it's not, we go right to another channel. No bump in the road here, just a little bump in the road, a little bit of in-coordination when I'm very coordinated and organized. Probably the best, the most organized person that I'm aware of and uh, enjoy the interactivity with everyone. As you can see, we've got stuff here on the left that we can stream in the event that there is not interaction. And I'm all about promoting channels. We can see we have a 40 subscriber channel. I have two channels. I have one with approximately 2,000 subscribers, the Tudor Jack Network. And I have one with about two and a half, 250 subscribers, which is Jack Bosma. So I have two YouTube channels. One I'm not able to access because I created two-step verification with a landline phone number that does not recognize text. Hence, I'm locked out of that channel forever. But I still take a lot of the content and copy it over. And if this particular event doesn't occur, that's exactly what I'm going to do today. So I will build subscribers on my own two channels as a result of coordinating with another YouTuber. Funny how that works, ladies and gentlemen, and it will work that way. I will simply share my Tudor Jack Network channel. Seven minutes to go. Have a 9 a.m. confirmation on LinkedIn. You see here, I made podcast my favorite. See what we got here. We have this. We have this event going. And we will see what we have going on. This is awesome. And actually, I just remembered something. What I can do here, let me try this. Let me try going to events. Events, your events. And I no longer see the event, but that doesn't mean we're not having it. This was an event that was originally posted for 9 a.m. today. Originally picked it up on LinkedIn. No longer here. Let me see now if we have it. Yeah, an event that was confirmed for 9, it suddenly vanished. You know how that goes. People just don't get organized and can't get things going. Let me see. She's online now, so we have uh, six minutes. That's a good sign. We now have a little green bubble, lit green, on LinkedIn. So we'll go ahead and stream this event. And once we uh, confirm that it is, in fact, taking place. As of 12 hours ago, it was a scheduled event. So I'm looking into my... This is nice. We'll keep streaming. If not, I'll stream my own events, stream my own stuff. Yeah, I don't see the link here yet. And like I said, scheduling event and then at the last minute canceling it, this simply doesn't bode well for the original creator. And the reason these things happen sometimes is because of disorganization. That's the only reason these things happen. People are not organized. Too many moving parts. I simply eliminate that by saying, 
give me your content and let's rock and roll with it. So we're waiting. We have a four minute till events. Four minutes till the event starts. Sharing the screen here. We have it. Videos. Let me click it. Videos live. So here it is. So we have the Tuesday telecast right here. And we'll be waiting. That's what I was waiting for. No official confirmation from the event owner. So we do have organization there. Disorganization, but we're ready. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're watching this from. This is the Tuesday telecast. Today we have our guest, Aya Ibubo, and she is coming to us from the western side of the United States. She is a business coach, a, a coach to parentpreneurs who are, um, and, and also there is anybody who is entering the workforce newly as a um, as a entrepreneur after being in business working for someone else. Um, she is on the joyful path after having been not so joyful in her youth and saying, you know, life is uh, not such uh, a sure thing. Um, and I want to live every bit of it for uh, what it's worth. And um, she has two beautiful children. I can attest to that. And they love pancakes. <laughs> so uh, she puts all of her love into her life and into sharing her wisdom with others. So before we get along any further, I want to welcome Aya to the show. Let's get started. This is all good stuff. We have our guest here. We'll go ahead and stream the event in a couple minutes. I have about two minutes. So welcome, Aya. Hi. Hi. Great to have you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So I love listening to all the advice that you are giving on LinkedIn. And your, um, you know, everybody I have on here is all about their place on the joyful path and how having lifted themselves to that place and found their way there via, you know, the connection to, to joy and what that means to them has lifted others around them, how they're lifting, lifting others to the joyful path. And that's something that I see you doing. So do you want to, um, you know, I'm going to leave it to you and say, how do you, uh, how do you show up in the world doing that? Wow. That's such a good question. I mean, I was not always very joyful. <laughs> I've had um, years and years of depression, you know, years and years of um, abuse as a child, neglect. And then in my 20s, just unhappy, you know, depression, you know. And so I do remember. And then I had some some untimely deaths, people that I was very close to die untimely. And I remember just being in the throes of that pain. And just realizing that like, okay, this is not, this is not going to work. <laughs> this is, I can't carry this anymore. And more recently, um, so I'm 39, more recently, there was a period of time in my life up until basically I hit 28 that I didn't know anyone that had died. 
I just didn't know anyone that had died outside of like people on TV or something. Right. And then when I hit 28, you know, I had some really close people die, you know, 28 and 30. And then I didn't have anyone else die again until like, you know, 35, 36. And um, so I will tell you that I had a really big awakening that life is short around 35, 36. I'm just using numbers because that that's just my marker. <clears throat> I don't think it's attached to the number, but it's just, that's just what I remember. And, um, and one of the reasons why I think I embraced the joyful path is because I realized that life is so short. It's so fleeting. Let me not even say short, but I realized that life is, it, it, well, it's not permanent. Let me say that. It's not permanent. It, there is an end point. Some of people's end points is 70, 80, 90, 100, 110. But some people's end points is five, seven, 21, 30, 40, you know? And as a result of that, you don't know when your end point is. I mean, you don't know. And then as a result of that, why spend it unhappy? Right. You know? And so as a, you know, I really, really had to look in, I really have like, I mean, I really had to deal with that. So it, it kind of, when I began to really realize like, man, like life is not forever. I'm not going to be like a youth forever. You know, when I really started to kind of understand these things, I was like, okay, what can I do to be happy all the time? And I started praying about it. I would just be like, you know, I just want to be happy all the time. I just remember, I'll just be like, how can I be happy? Or how can I be, you know, like how, like how? Yeah. Yeah. And, and being a youth, you know, is not a guarantee of being happy. So where do we, where do we find the joy inside of us? Where do we find the joy around us and, and the, the joy and connection, the joy, um, and the, the peace having those, having that awakening is really powerful. Not everybody has it. So showing people lifting them in that way is, is so powerful so powerful and it's something that um you're doing um so and one way you're doing it is just by empowering people with with knowledge that hey they can do this they can do this hard thing and uh this hard thing is what they're doing alone and as parents so you're you talk about being a mompreneur and um you know either a, a single parent or parents who are are working and want to show up for their, their kids and show up for themselves. So I'd love to talk about that because showing up for your kids means really does mean showing up for yourself. Yeah. It doesn't mean emptying your cup on doing mindless things for, for something, you know, something else for some, for some goal that is, is not real, like some, something that you think you're supposed to be doing that that mm. realize in your in your heart is not what you are supposed to be doing and it's not filling you so you know i feel like that's what the message i hear you saying and you know so let's take the let's be practical here and this is how we how we do it this is how we use our our skills and and apply them and and work smart and and so we honor ourselves and honor our children Oh my gosh, absolutely. Because, you know, um, I love the words you use, practical. Um, I grew up in a home where money was always an issue, a lack of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I hear and you. And I think whether you have a lot of money or a little bit of money or some money, money can be an issue. So it doesn't, <clears throat> that was just my particular issue. That was our particular issue. Um, and I just really see how that can really make it difficult for a lot of families. Um, and it robs parents of being present, you know, because uh, it, it's not a game, as you know, having to support children, a child, a, you know, like they have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> they're like i need to eat <laughs> you know i love hearing people's stories of being like an artist or in their 20s when they're by themselves and they're like oh i ate ramen oh i just had an apple you can do that by yourself but not with kids they, they need more than an apple they need more than ramen. <laughs> yeah um, yeah uh, so there's the practicality so here's the thing lydia let's let's keep it real there's the practicality of having to raise children. And that practicality is a big thing. But what's so interesting is that I think when I hear myself talk about my childhood, I hear other people talk about their childhood. And even when I see my children, what we seem to remember is how we felt. You know, we don't necessarily seem to remember the practicality of it all. We seem to remember how mommy and daddy made us feel. Do we feel loved? Do we feel cherished? Do we feel supported? Do we feel heard? You know, all of these big things, right? Yeah. And, and the thing is that when you are stressed about money, it's difficult for you to show up emotionally for your, your children. Yeah. You yeah. know, difficult for you to, you know, if, for a lot of people, sometimes they're working 18 hours, 16 hours, 14 hours, 12 hour days, 10 hour days, commuting hours, doing all this stuff. And, and then, so, so some people are just not even physically pr present. But some of us, sometimes we are physically present, but we're just not, we're not there because we got so much going on. So it is really important to me to let people know that we're entering into a micro economy. I know it looks, doesn't look that way because everyone sees box stores and Amazon and big companies, but we are entering into a micro economy. What does that mean? That means that with the advent of the internet, it's like democratized the economy. So now if I want like a singer like yourself, a, a songwriter, a composer, I don't have to wait for Arista to give me a record and to, for me to do, I don't have to do, you don't have to do all that. You can just go straight to, go straight to it. And, you know, yeah. and um, push yourself and build, at least you're building for yourself and keep it, you know, and build through all these platforms and all these ways to really build your own brand. You don't have to wait to leverage somebody else's stuff. And as a result of that, so now there are maybe, a thousand Lydia's, 10,000 Lydia's. And what that means is there are more people like for, there are more people who are brave and want to put their music out there or are brave and want to put their stuff out there. And that means you, the consumer can pick whoever you want to. You're not just being sold like, okay, these are the artists that someone in a boardroom decides to pick which artist you even get to hear. So many people get left at the cutting floor. So as a result of that, that's why I say we're going into a micro economy because, you know, you can really work with whomever. Like there's so many, you have so many options. And as a result of that, that's what's great for entrepreneurship. And you have to understand that you can have a job and have, an, and have multiple businesses. You don't have to, and you should, because you want to have different ways to make money. And there are certain things that you want to think about. And if you think about it and strategically plan it, it may, I'm not saying it's always going to go your way, but it's just like investing. 
the person who started investing at 18 is better than the person is better is better positioned than the person that did not that started investing at 60. Okay. That's just a fact. It's not about the 60 year old is a bad person, the 18 year old is a good, it's, that's, it's not about that. It's just, there are certain things, if you have access to that knowledge and you execute it, you're in a better position. And that's really what I want my parentpreneurs to understand. You don't have to go through your life, even if it's not, it's, it may not be overnight, but if you start thinking differently and you start executing different things, man, in that year, two years, three years, you'll be in a much different place. So my kids are right now four and six. So let's say in three years, they'll be seven and nine. They'll be in a, we'll be in a much different place than if I was still working in corporate America. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I would be in the same place working at corporate America. Someone else controlling my time, someone else controlling my sick days, someone else versus even having a choice. So it's important for parents to understand that it's up to you to create your choices in life. And the more choices you create for yourself, you're automatically creating them for your children. The more choices you create for yourself, just like uh, Lydia said earlier, when you show up for yourself, that's really showing up for your children, right? And so you want to think about how the, the vehicle of entrepreneurship, the vehicle of monetizing your personal brand, the vehicle of thinking about how you can make money in a lot of different ways is really giving your family the gift of choice. Yeah, I uh, when you um, know, when you talk about that, I think uh, about... Um, there's this vision I have, and I always use this, this quote uh, of, of mine when I when I get doing too many different things, uh, this vision of myself riding riding too many horses, riding more than one horse. You can't, you can't ride more than one horse at a time. So um, when you're doing these different things, branding these different things, how do you recommend that people take care of uh, these, you know, different, having different irons in the fire, or don't you recommend that they have different irons in the fire? How do you cultivate having different investments in their time? So the biggest thing um, I always like people to understand is um, this almost feels like an economics 101 course, but it's like really learn to study how people make money. Really understand that intellectual property makes money. Like really start to really start to, I'm telling you, take, give yourself three months, six months of, in, of really learning how people make money, like uh, through royalties, through um, patents, through licensing, through copyrights, um, <clears throat> through employees, um, through percentage splits, through me, I'm telling you. Because once you realize through real estate, through investments, through stocks, through bonds, whatever, once you realize that, you'll know exactly where you should put your time into. <laughs> um, the le So, and what, what I mean by that is it's different for everyone and it's based on your own personal goals, right? And it's based on how you want to design your life. So it starts with you. How do you want to live? How do you want to be spending your time? And what do you want to be beholden to? So for me personally, I would rather be beholden to creating, writing. I'm a writer. I write a lot. I would rather be beholden to writing and writing and writing and writing all kinds of different things that I can later on copyright and sell. And they can constantly be selling for me. And I just have this library of things that are constantly selling for me. Then be beholden to going to this job for eight hours and coming back. And there's nothing I have for that. Yeah. Because you're going to have to use time. I mean, so, so you'll hear me say like, you don't want to always be trading your time for your money. You will always, you need time to make money, but you want to see you don't want it just to be pure. Like the only way I make money is when I have to, I have to exchange my time. Mm -hmm. So now we like, so for example, this, um, 
podcast that Lydia has. This is in perpetuity. Really, wherever she has it, she can do whatever she needs to do with it. She can, you know, it, she can maybe after a year, two years, she has a library of all these people she's spoken to, a snapshot of time. Man, how powerful. You know, it's, it's like if you are having coffee chats, turn on the, the record button and put it on a podcast. I mean, you know, so that's why I like to tell people research how money is made. And when you realize how money is made and how money is made in a way that over time you can see the person's life there, they have more control of their life and more control of their time, yet they're not missing money. That's where you should put your most effort into. And you have to learn like everything else in life to prioritize. You have to get enough revenue so you can start to start to, to collaborate and have contractors and freelancers. The internet has made a lot of things a lot easier. You have to talk to people, see how they're leveraging. Unfortunately, everyone's not telling you all their secrets, but everybody's not doing everything. This is true. That's why we need to delegate certain things. That's why we need to collaborate. One of the things that I find um, that, the, that works with this very Tuesday telecast is that um, what we're doing here is it's works like a marketplace for everybody viewing. Look at the other, look at the other uh, telecasts, look over them all. And there's uh, just a plethora of knowledge on here. There are people who are, who are healers. There are people who are marketers. There are people who are um, peace, who work in the Peace Corps. There are people who um, like like Aya, like you, who, who are are giving economic advice, and all of this is uh, there. There are people who are giving um, who have medicinal knowledge on on hormonal um, imbalances that are are exacerbated by the by the pharmaceuticals that you're on. There there are so many people. There are people helping those who are um, between jobs because we've just had a great upheaval in, in the um, US society and people are, are looking to change careers or even even become your own your own uh, parentpreneur perhaps. So this is a marketplace that um, you know and the whole internet is a marketplace but if that's too overwhelming and you want to actually see people talk for you know half an hour or so and see how they present in the world uh you know here here's this and you can see how how we present in the world and that's what i i love about you know what you're what you're saying i absolutely and then just i mean you, you gave so many great examples so let's talk about let's break it down so to make it plain so let's say you talk about a healer or someone who is specifically helping people realize that pharmaceuticals there's a better way if that person never writes that information down, there's a limit of people that can help. So that's number one. That's, so some of these things are a lot simpler than we think. If I said, write a book, people are like, oh, I can't write a book. It's like, okay. But, you know, her, that person's knowledge, that's that specific example that you gave, you have to sit down and think about your knowledge and information and think about how you can give it to someone and write it down, right? Because yeah. if I write it down in a way that other people can understand, I can give that to really an unlimited amount of people, really. And I can give that to people like over the next year, two, three, four, five, six, 10, 20, like, you know, there's no limit to that, right? Yep. Versus even if I get, even if I'm getting paid $40,000 to speak, I still have to go and speak. 
Yeah. Right. And that's only a limit. So even if you're getting paid, like, man, I'm getting paid 20K to speak here. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's, that only goes so far. So if you have, if you're a singer and you go live, I mean, um, I, I love music. I love singers. And, you know, they'll tell you, oh, I make so much money touring, you know, but that's your time away from yourself, your family, you're touring, you're touring, you're touring. Yeah. It's like, man, nothing wrong with touring. I'm not saying don't tour. I'm saying like, wouldn't it be great if you had other ways to make money? So you recorded some stuff, you had some licensing, you had a community, you made songs for this person, you did this, you licensed, you were a songwriter, you did some other things. So then now if you're touring, it's only because, you know, it's working for you. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? yeah, it's a, it's a joy. You, yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to be, if you're going to give that, um, if you're going to give that speech, if you're going to give that, that, you know, that talk, if you're going to, if you're going to give that, uh, that live, um, that live performance, record it and, you know, put it, put it out there for, um, for ever and ever and, or put it out there for pay per view, put it out there as a bonus. I mean, see, you got, you see that you just, you come, you know, and then the investment is, so of course there's levels of it. The investment is the investment to record it. Right. Because, you know, maybe when you first start, you're just using your phone. You're like, OK, what's up? But, you know, <laughs> as you move up, you're doing different things, you know, and then I've seen some live performances that recorded. Yes, it's not the same as being in the room. That's why being in, and now now being in the room is special because it's mm -hmm. not the same as being in the room. That's a fact. Yeah. But being in the room is special. So now if I'm in the room, you could charge more because like you're in the room with me. It's just live. It's a moment that we can't recreate. But if I watch it, I could, you know, I watch them um, like I really like Sade. And I watch, you know, I have her um, albums. I mean, I have her concerts on DVD. Yeah. And, you know, it's not the same. I, I mean, first of all, it's not the same, but it's still nice. It's still nice. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, every, every, um, I have this piece that I wrote. Uh, I, now I've written a lot of music, a lot of music. But I've got this one piece that I wrote. Um, it's for, it's for an instrument that I play the horn, right? And uh, it's a solo horn piece. It's called Appalachia. Now, people all of a sudden started playing it when other people heard it too. And all of a sudden, so that's been, um, it's it's registered. I get, I do get royalties from it. I don't get a whole bunch of royalties when it's played live. Um, you know, I get a small amount of royalties from it, but so many people started playing it. Now I wrote this piece when I was 19, you know, I wrote it when I was in college. Um, and I've written all sorts of things, but that thing is like, it's like a cash cow. It's like a little, it's like a cash calf. Okay. It's like a little tiny cash cow. Cause this is like a little piece of, of contemporary classical music. That's just, but every, every college student is playing it now, every place they go. And a member of the New York Philharmonic um, has, has it recorded in two different places. Now, you know, one problem with that is Amazon, is Amazon is Amazon uh, put it out as singles. And they said that he wrote it. I'm like, yeah, he's got it on an album of stuff that says music by women. He's not a woman. He's a man. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like, you have no right to say anything about this, Lydia. You didn't, you didn't have anything to do with this album. I'm like, ah, I'm the composer. <laughs> Amazon. Uh, so I got to have him deal with that. But anyway, on his, he it's, he's not the problem. The, the point is, um, you know, this is one thing 
of many things that I've done. I've got lots of, of stuff that's also. Hey, we're doing a live stream right now. So if you can just join us, I'd really appreciate that. Something I wrote when I was 19. And it, it was, you know, it was played a few times, but you know, 20 years later, it started being played more and more and more and more and more. And now we're doing a live stream um, right now. Please every week I get more people just um, getting a digital download of the sheet music for it so they can play it themselves. I'm doing a live stream. And it's just now. like please another listen. another 10 bucks that just keeps, you know, dropping in at a time. Thank you. It's very nice to meet you. So that people can play it for their for their student recital, for their juries, so that they can record that, it. I mean, so I love that example, Lydia. That's it. Because yeah. what if you didn't write it? What if you didn't register it? What right. If what if I had just said, oh, this is just a student piece. I'm going to keep it and, you know, keep it on a sheet of paper, throw it up, throw it away, right throw it in the trash the can. Activity on YouTube. You know, you believed in yourself. And that's it. If that's because that is a great example. Thank I love it. I feel that is a great example. That is it. Like you just, that is a great example because, you know, you don't even know where it could go. You don't know, like, you don't know if, Esperanza, Spal Esperanza Spalding will play it and then she'll have a best set. Like you, you just don't even know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's been, it's been played in Carnegie Hall. It's been played, like it's been played all over. And the it's place. your original music. It's right. Your, from your brain. Right. right. That's what I kind of love about this stuff. And anybody who's writing music, Dream you know, please. when, when somebody else join the YouTube channel plays, and sings, a record your music, they are playing, singing, recording your brain. That's, you know, and that's the same with if you're a playwright, if you're an author it and is. somebody is reading your stuff, on the bus. they're reading your brain. Get on the bus, guys, please. That's Don't so interrupt cool. My so there's it's also, nice. that's the other thing about Don't intellectual property. It's not, just, right it's not just um, the the kind of capital, you know, that you can, you know, rub between your fingers and, and you know, pay for coffee place. with. It's the kind of, of it, it's social capital, it's intellectual capital. It's um, it's connection with, and you world. can pass the rights on to the next generation, and that's what people don't understand. Because so, let's say it doesn't hit in your like something, because that that's why Lydia's example. I'm so hyped right now. I'm so Please, excited. I'm just trying to keep it in, in because she's just said this. Is what Lydia just said. She said I wrote this piece when I was 19, and she said, you know, I wrote it. You know, some people played it, but 20 years later, she said this person Thank played that person played this person played here. Carnegie Hall. She's talking about this is doing this you know she has a fight with amazon i mean amazon being but she actually has something to fight with amazon about this and that <laughs> and this like this and that think about that that was if when she went at 19 maybe she didn't even think that fun. but the we 20 years that nothing happened or not a lot was happening maybe she might have been like oh We're starting all to of a sudden some, uh, interaction and now she can pass it on to the next generation right so those good. are hers and it, it's it you can Very keep passing like stop you keep passing it down so now her yelling descendants and her son her son's son her son you know they it's like appalachia i prefer to interact with people who want to interact like i mean you know what i'm saying like that's what people don't realize. It's powerful. And if you say, oh, that's 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 overthinking. We hear the really? Because the, how many books are we still reading that Ben was written hundreds of not years really ago? Needed to we still talk about Greek plays. <laughs> that was like right. The laughing, the yelling, the <laughs> we still humor. talk about the Bible, no, religious texts. We still writing, we still listen to Bach. We still reading, we're still listening to um the 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 you know in the 60s, the um Motown, like no intellectual it doesn't 
it's it's like it's it's it's, it's it can go. And now the hands are raising. Why are you worried about that? Why are you worried about the people who didn't know? And how many people do we know that in the time it was like a failure? But then ten years later, somebody picked it up. That we increase numbers of subscribers. I am so passionate about letting people understand. That it being starts with you valuing your intellectual property and really understanding how people make money. You know, like, or, you know, like, or if you draw something like, man, license that, patent that, that, trademark that. Like, don't just give your stuff away. Just be putting it out here. A lot of times people get mad at, you know, this, even this AI Lenza thing. I'm not hating on it. But there's no way I'm giving you permission to use my stuff in perpetuity. It's just, that's not happening. (laughs) And and it's not like, do not think that I think it's good or bad. If you don't care, you don't care. It's not whatever. It's not a problem. But because I do care about stuff like, like even my daughter's school, they want me to sign a form, a publicity release form that says they can use her image in perpetuity, no permission, like for whatever, for nothing. It's a real form. Y'all better read the forms that you guys are signing. And I was like, and, and on the form, it doesn't give you an opportunity to say no. So either you, you, if you sign the form, it's yes, or you don't sign the form. Do you know these people kept writing me? Do you know they called me on the phone last week? They said, you know, we, I said, no, I'm not giving y'all permission. If y'all would put no on there, y'all would have got the form on, on day one. You do not have permission what to are we talking about? Do the permission to image. Something it's just out. Required as a yes. Administrative yes. Process. There are so many no big forms and contracts out there that the you States have to say day. yes or you don't Yet get to sign it. And I would encourage people to process. just we must not sign it. Just don't sign it. I'm actually a contractor. That's something that a lot of people don't know about. One thing I do is I make contracts for everything. And this isn't because... I'm, I'm a jerk, you know, this is, I will make contracts between friends. Why? Because contracts keep friends. You want to actually know what, I want to know what your, um, what, what you believe we have between us and, and you to know what I believe we have between us so that we have an agreement we have, and we have nothing at the end that has, and there's no misunderstandings and that we know exactly when everything is expected. And that's the same with our our own personal property, our own image, our own. Let's say that suddenly your child's image is in in 2035. It becomes your child becomes the poster child for for some incredible organization that is is just using it everywhere, and they are making millions and millions of dollars on it your child is getting none of that because you signed away the rights to that. Or let's say that that image is for some reason defamed. You have no control over that because you've signed away the rights to it. Don't sign away the rights to your image. Don't do it. And I've, I've dealt with um, stage organizations that have these things that, that you give away everything and you, or you give it away for, for 500 bucks or something and i'm like no this isn't what you do you don't you don't own your performers for 500 bucks you don't own your performers for anything a this is not you know the the amount uh, that your performers are worth this is slave labor and, and b you don't own your performers images and materials because what if you all of a sudden um what if this goes viral and you make millions of dollars off of it and your performer gets 500 bucks no and you know that's what you know a lot of people don't understand that's what that's the game like that's what they want they like whoever they is i don't i'm not even like whoever they is man read your con because 
you know, you really need to understand like what's going on. And I've made mistakes too. So I'm saying this because I've made, you know, as I realize certain things, people will say, well, that's what everyone's doing. It doesn't mean you have to be doing that. Right. That is what everybody says. That, that's what everybody, people everyone's say, doing. No, you don't have to do that. Like you, if they really want you, like, and that's the thing, like the democratization of like media, like you don't need anyone to build your, to build your media. I'm sorry. Like you, you just don't, you, you have access to YouTube. You don't need anybody. You really don't. And when I say anybody, I mean, you don't need um, management, you know? And what I mean is like, you will have your, your, your strategy will change as you grow. But as long as you have, you, you can learn how to connect with people who are interesting. I know a girl who on Spotify, I don't even know how Spotify works. So I'm not saying go on Spotify. I don't know how it works, but she's a, uh, she has an album. I just met her. She was like working out the gym. I just met her. She was at the gym. I was like, Hey girl, how you doing? What's going on? She's like, Oh, I'm a singer. Here's my song. I'm on Spotify. I was like, that's cool. And she said, when she joined Spotify, it was not even a year. It was not even a year. She told me the dates. It was not even a year. It was not 12 months. When she joined Spotify, she had zero. By the end of that time, it was not a year. She had 10,000. She said, oh, I just had 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah. And because she said she worked a lot on that, you know? And so that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, if you want to work and work smart and work hard, I'm, you know, that's what I'm saying. Can you imagine 10,000 people who went from not knowing her, 10,000 people who at one point was like, I like you. Get their emails, build a relationship with them, you know, invite them to concerts, have, you know, build, man, before you know it, even if it never grows from 10,000 people, if, if, if a thousand of those people go deeper with you, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and you don't have to be selling yourself for $500. No, that's out. No, no. And, and you mentioned working, uh, working smart. This is, this is all, this is all where it's saying the same thing in many different ways. You know, I mentioned, I mentioned contracts. This is all, this all sounds like a lot of, you know, maybe not joyful stuff, but it is because this is all, this is all about you and respecting yourself and lifting yourself to the joyful path. Lifting yourself to the joyful path is all about respecting yourself. And that is learning how, like, just as soon as you start loving yourself and respecting yourself, all of a sudden learning how to work smart gets easier. Open yourself up to the right, the right questions, the right advice to how to work smart becomes an easy path for you. So, you know, don't just find the first thing on the internet or the first thing that you read and, and take that advice. Look around, compare, compare things and find what path seems right. As far as um, if a contract doesn't seem right to you, you're not being aggressive by saying, no, this isn't right. Start learning how to contract. This is not actually hard. Find a contract that looks good to you. Write your own contract. Volunteer to give a contract back that still protects them, but also protects you. Oftentimes, at, oftentimes an organization will want to uh, protect themselves against acts of God. They don't want to, in the case of um, something happening, they don't want you to sue them, but they can sue you if you don't show up. Well, just make it the other way. If there is an act of God and, and there's, you know, lightning bolt strikes you, the storm of the century hits, you're not going to hold them accountable for that. And they're not going to hold you accountable for that. These are, these are reasonable measures. Just make your contract have reasonable measures. You don't have to list every single thing. If you start listing every single thing, then you're going to leave things out and there are going to be loopholes in it. 
list your payment terms, your payment dates, your outer terms, and um, and hold each other um, hold each other not accountable for acts of God. And you've pretty much got it covered. Make sure that you um, make it clear that your image and your intellectual property are not for sale. These are these are things that make everything friendly because you're covering them too. So this is this makes all the boundaries clear as far as your um, as far as you covering yourself uh, on the joyful path when you're going to a when you're when you're realize that you respect yourself you learn all the stuff that I is saying you you learn how to promote yourself how to put yourself out there and. Be smart with your audience. You're not going to learn all of this at once. You're going to realize what your path is and what it is that you need to learn. And don't, don't, you know, beat yourself up if all of a sudden something comes up. Just breathe and figure it out. I love this. This is oh wow. You should you should do a little um, you should have a little course on negotiation. A little mm, 97 bucks. A little negotiation <laughs> for you think I'm playing? Negotiation for creatives. You, they need to hear that. That was dope. I was like, hmm. I, I was listening to that. People don't know that. Who are you? Thank People you don't know that. Like, what no. you just said? You, said, no, you don't have to take that. You can do this. You can, just simple stuff. Like, just real simple. You could just basically yeah. say, actually, no, this is not protecting me. So here's this. This is, yeah, me. I mean, you know, you have a little sell that scale. That, you see that? Yeah. If you put all this information that you have learned, you just have it same. It's not legal information, but this is something that creatives and, you know, you're creative. So this is something that creative, you know, don't sign those things that give you have them only pay you $500. Don't do that because you are worth more than that, you know, and then put that on your website, man. So what copyright that anyone that tries to sell to as their own in the same way, sue them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had a, I, I did have a course like that, and, uh, but really people weren't, um, people weren't signing up. And that's when I realized that, see, here's, here's one, uh, one trail of my, my joyful path is that being a performer, as a side, a sideline to my performer per, performance, I guess, um, you know, right on, right on the side of it, I would do performance coaching and I've also you know, done contracting. So, uh, I love the performance coaching. It's, I love having people, um, be empowered and engaged and I love putting them on the pedestal. I don't really care about being on pedestal myself. So, um, but I love transforming people and I love having people, you know, feel and, and, and be moved. So playing music, I've always been a high level performer, but, um, you know, like I sang in acapella groups, I've been the, you know, lead soprano and I've been, when I've been playing in, in groups, I've always been like the lead horn, but if I'm playing horn, I'm in the back. So I'm not really connecting with the audience unless I'm the soloist. Mm. Being soloist is great, but I'm not going to be a soloist all the time. And, you know, it'd just be exhausting, but being, a, but the coaching part, I realized I love that connection with people. So I said, Hey, you know, I'm going to do more coaching. And so I said, yeah, I'm going to keep doing the performance coaching and I'm going to coach creatives. And I put these courses out for saying, you know, here you get, I'm going to give you sample contracts. I'm going to, you know, we're going to really talk contracting. We're going to get you paid what you're worth. We're going to really talk about self-worth. We're going to, and this is all going to be practical and people who are in performance um, creatives have a poverty mindset. Woo! 
Girl, we go deep today. We going deep. We go. Are you, we go with deep. We go with deep. I'm, uh, you know, I'm realizing that. In fact, you know, this one here is doing a, uh, is doing a three day um, intensive with Christian Michelson uh, later on this week on uh, heal your money shit. Now, <laughs> that's what. That's his. Uh, and he's a he's another. Uh, you know, he's a great healer and a uh, great. But yeah, because. There's just, there's just so much. And I really, I really had, I think none until my, um, until my husband left and just anyone who goes through a divorce, you know, really has a lot of Hello, nice to meet turmoil you. for a while. Yes. Um, so I don't think I had it. I'm doing a live stream I don't right think now. I actually had it. But anyway, uh, you know, and, but I'm just hearing, there's just always yeah. this din right of, of creatives and their, you know, I set up a whole new listen. business model of, of creatives together, so. um, in a collaboration with creatives. I'm not going to go into it right right now because, you know, this is this is our uh, Lydia and Aya show. And I don't want to just be the Lydia show. But uh, I honestly, just, but, you know, I did this and, and it was a it was like a, a subscription in which everyone participated. And it was like, this is my honestly, channel, but the participants Aya, this is like are from the, another the price channel. of a cup of coffee. And everybody's like. I can't Lydia afford it. Is the you know, <laughs> like, I can't. Creatives, they're like, they're like much strain my budget. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys. And we're talking that you know if they did this every month. Um, they they would be getting music nice that too, was that was commissioned by them. You know how much it talks it, it, it costs to commission music. It's like I'm in the um, United States. The streamers are in the United States. Upwards to a thousand dollars, if not thousands of dollars, to commission music. You know, commissioning music is not cheap. So, and they would be part of the collaborative, um, part of the collaboration and they, and their name would be on there as the person who commissioned this music forever. And it would be, um, and there would be a lot of people paying into this pool and it was, it's, it, it was, yeah, it still here. actually exists, but it's, Thank you very much <laughs> it is petering along. Right so, um, long story short, there's this poverty mindset and I realized that some of that has brought um there's a lot Excellent. of pain for, for a lot of those people the ones who are not in that poverty mindset and who have gotten over that Take a look at my channel are, are thriving the and they're just not answered. in this place and i actually want to go i want to go deeper and i'm not gonna thank you i may end up healing the please money listen. stuff but please, i want to i want to heal the pain please listen. i just want to go me. with I'm pain in the middle of a long I, if i if i market myself to deal with the money stuff, you know, that's not really, that's not really what I'm there for. I, I really, really can address the pain and I'm really good at it. I'm, I'm a healing coach and that's what I can do. And I'm a grounding coach. Your comments will be processed. I'm also really good as a performance coach you. and I'm really good with the contracting stuff, but the people who need that need to be healed. So, uh, and that's, you know, there's only so much that those people are going to get if they're not going to value themselves enough to pay for it. But you know, Lydia, this, this is, um, this is powerful. Cause let me share something with you. And um, we, 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 we about to do a coaching session right here. I style. Let me share something with you. Cause this is, you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing uh, an opportunity in marketing. Cause I heard what you said. You said, well, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, I don't want to do that. But a lot of people who are in pain, they, 
a lot of people are resistant to addressing just emotional pain. So people who don't value themselves or have self-worth issues or self-esteem issues for a variety of reasons. And if you have that type of pain, that's your issue. You're not going to move on that Can you hear the because you're, you don't value yourself. Enough. And it's just screen. really that simple. Just like the creatives you were just describing, they weren't moving on this amazing opportunity because they had a poverty mindset, right? So they had to heal their poverty mindset before they could go, they could hit, hit on that. So when you present it in that way first, like these are some real solutions that go make you some money. They couldn't take that because they're like, no, I'm not money. <laughs> you know, I, I make my coffee at home. I, don't, I can't help you. I don't know. <laughs> so it's the same. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's the same. It's like, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up with that. So I want to just share that with you. I want you to think about that because it's, it's, that, it's a marketing opportunity for you. Because so while you may, these are the things you're good at healing that pain, being a healer. If I don't even value myself, I'm not going to take action on that. Um, healing that pain. But if, if you tell me, listen, you know, you can take advantage of, if you tell me you constantly getting taken advantage of, you know, and it's costing you some money and you know what, you can't even stand up for yourself. You know, you're getting taken advantage of it's costing you some money. Like, you know, da, 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 da. and before you know it, you're like, yeah, it's man. Cost me, like, you know, yeah. right. You know, you come at it from that angle. Yeah. And then when I get in front of you and you, You can capture the but most I'm extreme, what I value myself. Right can you can you capture it? someone who does value themselves, but they have a problem expressing themselves around money. Okay, well, like I so said, so what resonated with uh, them is I, I do have money pain. You, you know, I'm, I'm having problems, you know, like I, I, you know, but they have a good, you know, and so you can capture the spectrum. So then when they're talking to you, nice you're to like, wow, you have some money pain. Joining our interaction. Yeah, you know, you're right. You have some money pain. Let's talk about that. You know, you know. Yeah, I have some money pain. Da, 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 da. Okay. Well, before we That's can fix that money pain, let's fix the pain. Way too fast and you know, and then so if you attach it to something else, you can talk to more people. I will be discussing it with the you know, content creator. Just generally, I've noticed that because when I first started coaching, hours. I was coaching around emotional stuff. Yeah. That's what I'm really passionate about, actually. I really love business, but my passion lies in people feeling good. Very nice. But I noticed that people who don't feel good, that it's hard for them to move on it until it's like a pain that's actually like a fruit. Very mm. rarely people want to talk about the roots, but they'll talk about the fruit. Like, girl, I can't get a man. I can't keep a man. Or girl, my kids won't talk to me. Or, you know, I can't get along with my boss. Or it, it, it's usually that that will propel them to go get the help. And then when you're talking to them, it's like, no, sweetie, it's you. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And, and, and this is, this is just the thing. It's, it's personal responsibility. I think where I really, um, and this is definitely a teaching, a teaching moment. 
Aya, you know, for everybody is that I put out a, um, I put out a class and now, um, now what I, what I do is everybody has a, always, always gets a free session with me. Um, and that's, and that is something that I give. There is no, there's no expectation whatsoever that they will take any, um, that they will get any Lydia after Lydia. Listen, listen, we got to talk. Listen, this is for Lydia. This is for you. One of the things about making video content, yeah, or audio content, is that the, help that content work for you. Now, do not believe this thing. Like the the problem is when you offer things for free, people just don't appreciate. It. It's just that it's just a reality. It's just well, I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, they appreciate this because they have. This is not free. This is a this is a no cost breakthrough, and they have a breakthrough during it. So it doesn't cost anything, but they work during it. Do they work through it? And then and then how does that impact the future signing up? If they don't sign up, then I see, then I give them that gift, but they are working for it. So I understand, but you are too. And you're working with it with your own time. And here's the thing about people signing up. So what I want to say is when you're a solopreneur, you're doing work like this one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. all you, you have a lot of things that you're giving, but you're giving your time, right? And so it's important mm -hmm. that people... I always tell people, give a lot of people a lot of opportunities awesome. to experience you. So, and let your time be like the highest opportunity when it comes to your business. So your time is your highest thing, right? Because, you know, you can read my book, you can go to my digital course, you can watch my video, you can come into, come, I can go live, you can ask me questions on the live. You know, you can do all those things. So by the time you're coming to me one-on-one, -on -one, you already know me. You already Hello, believe Drew. that I can Thank help you. You, you already know I can help you. That's why you come to me. Our live stream. And for that, Lydia, and for everyone that's listening, chat. if you can provide me with a comment, you, that's your life energy. I really appreciate it. And that is valuable and should be compensated. I'm working very hard Especially to bring value if content. Especially free for talk. If you give a lot of gifts in a lot of different ways, because it's a gift. And free for talk is an to have awesome a video. Platform. It's a gift but native English to give you some written literature. As well as it's a gift to go live with you. So this podcast is a gift. I don't know if you know, Lydia was dropping some gems on, listen, if you, listen, that's a gift because you might never have heard that in your life or you didn't know, but she made it so easy. So to the point, she brought up some things that maybe you've never heard in your life, in your life, in your creative life. Maybe you didn't even know that you could have that, but just hearing her talk about that, don't you want to call her? Don't you want to say, I appreciate the activity and I'll always say Don't that you want to say, I want to be around you. So it's already a gift. She's already giving you a gift. I love that. Um, yeah and the uh really the sessions are my irresistible offer and so what has been um what has been happening is that people do sign up during um during that because um what i what i give them is what they what they realize is to um that they don't have support for to continue and that the coaching is what supports them it's um I think that people are not necessarily equating um, beforehand uh, what it is that they want to 
sign up for. It's it's hard to really realize until they themselves get asked the questions that, um, and they answer for themselves and they get the crystal clear vision of where they're going, which is what I give them in their in their breakthrough sessions. So yeah, you make some amazing, amazing points. What is the what is the value that we are giving as we as we um, because I would even like to hear you forward. say, I'll give you your irresistible offer being I'll give you another session. Like because the thing about it is because it's your life, it's your depending on how someone is is structuring your business. So think about this. If you're in high demand, and what that means is if you are traveling around the world, if a lot of people want to meet with you, you realize quickly, I, even if you have a lot of social media followers and you make a post and a lot of people comment, you immediately realize you don't have the time to respond to everyone. That's the thing. You you really, re it's not it's not like you're mean. You're just like, I, if I if I responded to every comment, I would be spending all my days responding to comments, right? And I that's I can't do that. And that's just regular. And so that's how all of you, I'm going to leave you guys with this because I know our time together is coming to an end. I want you guys to set up your business like you are in that type of demand. And when you're set up your business like that, especially in the digital age, you want to set up your business where your individual time with one-on-one -on -one people is high, is high Out for business. If you're networking, if you're coffee chatting, if you're building strategic alliances, I'm not talking about that. So let me be clear. If you're networking, if you're building strategic alliances, you're wanting to make friends, I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about when you're doing business. <laughs> You have to make it where you have so many ways that people can interact with you that by the time they're interacting with you one-on-one -on -one, that is requiring you to be there in person, like this is my real body. This is Lydia's real body. I'm giving you my real everything. I'm breaking you through. There has to be some type of understanding of investment at that point. That's what I mean. So there has to be, so, you know, uh, so sometimes it's just a, a matter of framing. And that's what I want to leave everyone with. So when you're creating, so content creation, whether you're into creating your intellectual property, that's what you want to think of it as. You're creating your intellectual property. You're putting your heart into it, whether it's a piece of music, whether it's a book, whether it's um, a performance, it doesn't matter what it is, but something that's replicable that can scale. You're putting, so, it, so when someone interacts with that, they feel like they have a piece of you because you're putting a piece of you into that property. So they feel like they have a piece of you, but you don't have a million people to give a piece. You don't have, you know, you, you, you are a finite thing in and of itself. Like time on this earth is finite, right? So my, my time with my children is finite. So this is what I'm telling parents, like you, you know, so you want to just start thinking about that, where, how can it be where if I, if, if by the time I'm getting to Lydia one-on-one, -on -one, I'm like 99% persuaded. And how can Lydia structure her business? So by the time people are coming to her, she doesn't have to give any uncompensated time as her irresistible offer. She can, um, you know, you don't have to give any uncompensated, when it's business, you don't have to give any uncompensated time, whether, and, and, and there's different ways to do that, you know? And so that is what I have for all of you today. I love you guys. That is huge. Thank you so much, Aya. This has been beautiful. And um, I can't wait to, see your beautiful children again and to see you again. This has been great. This has really been great. I learned so much, Lydia. Like you were mad. Lydia was dropping some gems. <laughs> and then her store in Appalachia. I'm about to go look up Appalachia right now. That was dope. That was, I couldn't even, I, if I planned it, I couldn't plan it better. 
Well, great. Yeah, that's that's why we talk to people. People talk to people. You'll find that there are amazing people out there in the world. And that's why we do this and why we talk with our, our, our sisters and brothers out there because it's a it's actually a beautiful world. We all don't bite. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Love you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Lydia. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was Aya. And she has a world of information for you if you go, if you follow her on LinkedIn. She has lives um, all the time giving parentpreneurs all of the information that you need in actually, you know, big and small chunks. And um, her belief in, in humanity is just infectious. So please follow her. Her information is up here. And go to her website for more. She will support your uh, endeavors. And uh, as always, let me know in the comments if you have any And uh, we have that presentation with Sarah Peter Carroll. See what's next. See what else we can get into. Let me go uh, travel on down and see if anybody else is streaming and if we can bring it on. So I appreciate that uh, interaction, everybody. I really do. Go back into my podcast right now. As you can see, I have a pretty thorough in-depth definition. So when I talk to Lydia later, we're going to be discussing some things. And that will be a good thing. So I'm still streaming the event, and we will see what else is available here. Let me go in. Click on my link. I've done a good job. And I'll see if anybody else is streaming right now live that we can uh, jump into. I don't see any other live streams right now other than the big networks. So there's no need to stream them. But I don't have any average streamers out there except for me. So there's nothing out there for the moment. So I will go ahead and stop this stream for now. And we will be streaming again very shortly. I can assure each and every one of you that I'm constantly on the watch for outstanding content that can be streamed internationally. It's well organized, it's competent, it's competent, and it's professional. I will be streaming my interaction with Lydia later so that we can have the opportunity to truly coalesce and build a large and interactive audience of streamers and people who want to attend streams. And we want to feel free to make those people interact with us as well. And that's very important to me. So thank you very much for the streamage activity. We will be closing this down. I will be, uh, in fact, sharing a window, which I'm doing right now. We don't have anything else. This is another episode. And uh, that's, in fact, what we do. This is a stream that was from two weeks ago, so that's why we're not listening to it. We're only listening to one today. And then I will go ahead and bring other individuals into the streams as we become more creative. 
That's my determination. One stream per episode is all we need. Although we have more. I want to focus audience interaction on one specific topic and theme as we go through our streaming journey here. And I appreciate it, everyone. Please invite, excite, and engage, and make sure a friend watches and subscribes. That's what we do, ladies and gentlemen.